Are you ready to talk sports with one of the leading sports journalists of today? Welcome to All Around Sports with John Inglesby. John's years of experience as a journalist has allowed him to net exclusive interviews with top players, former players, commissioners, and owners. John and his guests are ready to give you the straight word when it comes to sports. Now, let's talk all around sports. Here is your host, John Inglesby. Voice America listeners, welcome to my 502nd ever show of all around sports. Reach Monday at noon Eastern time. We broadcast live from Florida to go all around the world of sports for one hour to discuss what happened last week and what's ahead for this week. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net, which comes to me through my website at www.iirsportsoneword.com. As always, I will give you my highlights lowlights, and bizarre news items from this past week. Also, we will be joined next segment by our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Studham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well. Well, I'm here in the epicenter of the super wildcard weekend for the NFL playoffs, and that, of course, is Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm not alone uh, ESPN is down here as well. They just did first take uh, live from the Tampa Convention Center, which sits right on the water. It's a beautiful day down here. A little chilly, about 60. Going to be into the 50s for tonight's huge game, Cowboys at Bucks. And uh, the excitement here is simply over the moon. It's great. Uh, it's been building all weekend. It felt like down here that the weekend wild card games were uh, an appetizer for what's about to come here tonight. Uh, it's all about Brady again. And uh, I'm thrilled to be in this area given the, uh, I'm to this day, a Patriot season ticket member. So I had a ringside seat for Tom Brady's career. Uh, there doesn't appear to be any reason to believe this could be his last game should the Bucks lose. Uh, all the chatter is, you know, where is he going to go next year or is he going to stay with the Bucs? Uh, and staying with the Bucks is definitely very much on the table. They've just treated him fabulously. And we shall see what happens there. But the immediate topic is tonight and uh the bucks really put it together a couple weeks ago to beat the panthers win the nfc south with an eight and nine record a losing record literally facing the cowboys who were like uh like 12 and four and have uh, you know have a great record um and a great season but that's the way it sets up. You win the division, you host a playoff game, and that's why we're in Tampa tonight. So it's going to be great, no doubt about it. Um, again, two weeks ago, it felt like uh, Brady finally reconnected with Mike Evans, three touchdown passes to him, and that has just elevated uh, everything. And big news today, they activated Ryan Jensen, who has been out all year. He is the center Tom Brady loves him. Everybody here loves him. He sets the tone. 
obviously hasn't played all season, so to uh, have him uh, <laughs> get his baptism of fire in a playoff game uh, is a lot to ask, but he's a pretty special player and a tough guy, and we'll see if he plays tonight. But it feels like uh, the fact they activated him allows that possibility to exist. So that was just really the icing on the cake to kind of get everybody fired up because, again, Brady loves him. And if the offensive line can can protect Brady tonight against that fierce Cowboys uh, rush, led by, of course, Micah Parsons, then uh, that could be a game-changing factor, to say the least. So that leads into my highlight of the week for Super Wild Card Weekend, which was, in fact, super. (laughs) Super weekend, and it got going. Uh, on Saturday night, uh, following the 49ers uh, beatdown of the Seattle Seahawks, when the amazing Jacksonville Jaguars came back from down 27 nothing to beat the L.A. Chargers 31-30, the third largest postseason comeback in NFL history. Uh, it's the usual combination when these things occur. It's, you know... The Jags putting it together. And by the way, a lot of excitement here in Florida over the weekend because there are three, all three Florida teams were, are in the playoffs. Of course, the Dolphins lost yesterday, but Jags are alive and Bucks are going tonight. But anyway, I felt Saturday night, that second half was a Trevor Lawrence coming out party. Of course, it followed his horrendous first half, which was four interceptions. And, but it combines, as always, with, you know, a Chargers meltdown. Uh, so those two factors pretty much have to occur. If you're coming back to win a game where you're down 27 to nothing. Um, but Trevor Lawrence, of course, the chosen one, uh, I'm always a fan of these, uh, these types of players. I grew up when, with Dan Marino and, you know, in Western Pennsylvania, we knew about him when he was in like eighth and ninth grade going to central Catholic uh, and LeBron James, of course, is maybe the all-time chosen one. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is along those lines. Um, and what he did in that second half was amazing. He was just zipping the ball, and uh, I think he had four touchdown passes. Um, and he just looked fabulous after, again, uh, an epically bad first half. So just a, an incredible game. Went down to the final play, field goal, and they win. And the stadium was absolutely electric all night long, but certainly at the end it was uh, it, it was something else. So it's like, feels a little bit like, you know, NFL football in Jacksonville is going to uh, head to the next level. And the, this is the game that I think could long be remembered if Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars become a fixture in the playoffs, but they're certainly a fixture next week as they head out to play the Kansas City Chiefs on Saturday at 4.30 Eastern time. Well, my low light of the week was Kirk Cousins throwing a pass about four yards on fourth and eight with the season on the line, fourth down play with about a minute to go against the Giants. And, uh, you know, the pass was completed, but Giants, Giants uh, player made a great 
tackle right on the spot, and that was that. And we all know that the Vikings were, I think they set a record for winning one-score games, like 11 of them, which is an incredible figure. Um, I would have loved to have seen that game go to overtime. It was an excellent game, and probably the thing I enjoyed the most out of the game was it felt like Saquon Barkley, uh, who, of course, attended Penn State near where I grew up. So, uh, and Saquon is from the Whitehall section of Allentown, Pennsylvania. And, oh, by the way, Micah Harris, uh, Micah Parsons, excuse me, is from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. So a lot of Pennsylvanians around this weekend. Uh, but anyway, Saquon looked like the old Saquon, the Penn State Saquon, the rookie Saquon for the Giants before he got hurt with that horrible knee injury. And he just looked like he is back. So that is really, really exciting. Um, the bizarre, uh, my bizarre item of the week was watching the Bengals' Sam Hubbard have the grab that ball uh, when Tyler Hundley, the Ravens quarterback, last night fumbled uh, at the goal line. He tried to extend, didn't didn't break the plane. Ball bounces out, swatted away, and Sam Hubbard goes 98 yards and uh, for the deciding score. I mean, it was basically, you know, looked like the Ravens were going to go up by seven. Instead, the they were down by seven, and it reminded me of the James Harrison play uh, with, the, with the Steelers, maybe the greatest Super Bowl play of all time, uh, where he went 99 yards and... Uh, well, I remember that one right before halftime back here, right here in Tampa, actually, when they beat the, when the Steelers beat the Arizona Cardinals. But, uh, yeah, so Sam Hubbard lumbering down. He had a caravan of blockers, although Mark Andrews, the all-world tight end for the Ravens, almost kind of got him uh, around the 20 or so. But it uh, didn't work out. And uh, so, yeah, it was uh, just a, an all-time play. Period. And it won the game. What else can you say? Um, it'll be forever remembered. Uh, the Dolphins put up quite a fight against the Buffalo Bills yesterday. Uh, to say the least, they kept coming back. The Bills were turning it over, kind of gifting them the opportunity to come back. And the Finns took full advantage, although they're, it showed on the final play where they had fourth and one. And then it became fourth and six, incomplete pass, game over. 34-31, I believe, was the final. And uh, they had a lot of trouble with uh, getting – it was a delay of game. They had a lot of trouble getting their formation straight and stuff, and it really came back to haunt them at the worst possible moment. Um, Skyler Thompson, the quarterback, looked great. Uh, and – it, just a great game. It, you know, went down to the final minute. What more can you ask for? Um, I referenced the 49ers Seahawks. Um, number one, the 49ers look great. Christian McCaffrey, uh, Debo Samuel, <laughs> what a set of weapons there. And uh, they just, the defense is incredible. And uh, so. They are going to host the winner of tonight's Cowboys-Bucks games. So that's going to set up to be a fascinating matchup, really, no matter who's who wins. But, of course, 
Uh, I'm a longtime Brady watcher and fan and would love to see uh, the Bucks win. And Brady gives out the 49ers, uh, beat the Bucks up pretty bad earlier this year. Of course, Tom Brady is from there. San Mateo grew up a 49ers fan, witnessing firsthand the dynasty, Joe Montana, all of that. And uh, so uh, I think that would just be a great matchup. Tom Brady returns home, uh, seeking revenge for, again, an, an early season, pretty much of a beatdown. Uh, and the Bucks had a few of those, and they had a few last-minute victories. It's been a uh, odd season, to put it mildly. They were, Again, they won the division with a losing record. They're hosting a playoff game with a losing record. But uh, when they absolutely, positively, finally had to win a game to win the division, they rose up, and they did it. And they beat the Carolina Panthers and uh, here in Tampa a couple weeks ago. And... So everybody here has fingers crossed that it is just simply the, uh, you know, the game they finally needed to put them up over the top. There was a couple others, you know, when they beat the Seahawks in Germany, that was a game where everybody said down here and, and nationwide, you know, okay, here we go. The, 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 they've righted the ship <laughs> and, uh, and, but it didn't happen that way. So we shall see. Uh, it's going to be a great game though. It's, uh, it's the Cowboys America's team versus the goat. Doesn't get any better than that. So now let's take our break. And next up is our call-in expert, AP Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well. So don't go anywhere. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Planning for college? Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation for tips, techniques, and insider perspectives. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton, a former admissions officer at the University of Pennsylvania and featuring her fellow admissions and college finance experts from Bright Horizons College Coach. The show shares what colleges are really looking for and how to highlight your hard-won achievements for the best chance at success. New episodes air every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. As humans, we suffer when we believe we are not good enough. We are taught we must be better, look better, try harder, and achieve more. We cope with the stress and disappointment of life in ways that make us feel worse and keep us stuck in a cycle of unworthiness. We don't have to live this way. You don't have to live this way. Kirsten and her guests will share how self-acceptance and unconditional self-love can help you break this cycle and find freedom. Listen to Giraffe Tango Octopus 
Freedom for Humans with Kirsten Johansson. Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment two of All Around Sports. And I am your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is one 866 472 5788, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. And it's that time of the show when our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well, joins us. And A.P., how are you doing today? Hey, doing great, John. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you, as always, for calling in. And uh, the NFL's super wild card weekend was indeed super. And uh, and nothing was more super that we saw over the weekend than the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, based right here in Florida, uh, mounted, completed the third largest postseason comeback in NFL history, down 27 nothing to the Los Angeles Chargers, and they come back to win it 31-30. And AP was magical, and I got to tell you, for me, the whole the key to the whole thing that set it up, as often happens, was getting that the Jacksonville fight down twenty-seven nothing. Finally, got a touchdown with like in the last minute of the first half, sending them yeah. into halftime on a high note. And I thought that just that's when I said, okay, we might have a game here. So it, it was an right. awesome second half, to say the least. Yeah, John, you said. Uh super wild card it was super and it was wild yes <laughs> it was indeed both of those things uh saturday night in duval county florida as it where jacksonville is located a saturday night like no other ap yeah oh yeah and john i would say this uh a couple things you have to admire uh jacksonville the team itself and their quarterback Going what, four yep. interceptions. That was the first half alone. Mm-hmm. Four interceptions. Exactly right. Ended up with four or five. Then it ended up with four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And exactly right. One Again. of the critical. Yeah, and one of the critical plays was the penalty against Joey Bosa for throwing the helmet to get oh them a gosh. yard and a half closer to the goal line. So Trevor Lawrence, who is about six five, can stretch out, and um, you know with. With his grasp of the football, he was pretty tight, I guess. He made it over that goal line for the two-point conversion. That was just spectacular. And Joey Bosa, who really hasn't played much, if at all, this year, you know, tremendous player, obviously, along with his brother Nick out in San Francisco. Yeah, uh, yeah he did not have – I mean, he, he was just uh, – I mean, he had a meltdown on the sidelines. And, you know, yeah. that that, yeah. that followed – an earlier play AP where he simply lined off yeah. off uh, offside. So that to me set up right. what we saw later with, with his emotions. You're right. Period. Yeah. And 
Yeah, John, you know, he's not the first person to be held or someone went outside in front of him. He, he thought the person was outside. I guess upon review, really, I guess the tackle timed it just right in sync to, to get up from his stance and try to block. I mean, is that right. you to heard the, it and saw it? Apparently, to the split second. Um, yeah, but yeah. it's close, but yeah. Yeah, so were, I, everybody, yeah. yeah, football players always amaze me. They're always mentioning the word brother and I'm a good teammate. And then you have these incidents on the field where you get these penalties that, against your entire team. You're you're working so hard every play to be competitive and in the game. And then and then the uh, the excuse is always, and this is even for somebody like Tom Brady, Tom Brady, who uh, there was an incident in New Orleans when I interviewed him that time, and I asked him what what called the uh, penalty and goes, oh, it's an emotional game. Well, uh, that, I think that explanation falls short because when you have so many people involved in a football game and they're holding their emotions in check and you don't, I, I just, I think that's unacceptable in any sport. When you, when you have a team and you're, you're trying so hard throughout the game, there's a jillion plays just to keep you even and within reach. And then you go off on a, on a, uh, you know, uh, jag where you just you, you can't uh, hold your emotions together, and I I just don't. See, I mean, if I was a teammate, a Joey Boza, I would be so mad. I would. I'm not saying he lost the game, but I'm thinking, gee whiz, it's that close, and we had the opportunity to stop the other team, and we were still in command, but you you had to, like a child, uh, you know, have a tantrum. Yeah, well, well said, AP, and there's, you know, uh, in my mind, again, it was set up by that previous play, uh, I think, you know, earlier in the game, of course, uh, in the second half, though, when it was starting to, you know, fall apart a little bit, and you you know, they were feeling it, like, as if it was starting to slip away, Uh, the (laughs) 27-0 lead that they enjoyed the entire first half, along with four four picks. And, you know, I, I think that first penalty set up the second and the emotional uh, and his emotions. And, you know, and this stuff always has to happen. AP is, you know, meltdowns occur alongside, you know, like the Jaguars just come out looking unbelievable and the Chargers had a meltdown. I mean, you know, and that, that epitomized it. A meltdown in every way. Coach, yeah. right down to players, uh, you know, Austin Eckler, who just, as they said on the broadcast, has a, a nose for the end zone. You know, he hardly even touched the ball in the second half. He was a force in the first, as he's been all year for a couple of years. And right. it, it's always a combination of the two that have to occur for yeah. these monumental comebacks that occur, you know, once every five to 10 years, if that, uh, especially in the right. postseason. So it was great theater by any standard. It, oh, yes. it really was. Yes. I mean, you know, we, we were the winners in that one. We, anybody watching the TV that night yeah. <laughs> was and it, and it loving was, it. Yeah. And the home team and the home team was the one that came back. They'll never forget it. Oh, AP, I, you know, I said at the, I, I talked about this in the of course, my highlight of the week. And I think that, uh, you know, this could be, you know, whether it 
I've referred often Immaculate Reception launched the Steelers dynasty. The uh, Tuck Roll launched the Patriots dynasty. And I wouldn't be shocked, AP, we're talking Trevor Lawrence here. <laughs> um, if, right. yeah. if this launches, I w- I'm not going to go as far as the dynasty. I'm just going to say launches Jacksonville as just, uh, shall we say, a regular postseason team, championship-type team. And I just want to talk about Trevor Lawrence, AP. You've watched him. Yeah. Yes. You know, a ton of times, given, you know, national championship games that you've covered. I, I, heck, I covered him. I literally covered him winning the sixth grade national championship for his team in Georgia down in San Antonio <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> I mean, so he's been around. He's the chosen one. He was the, quote, right. next Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck being the immediate predecessor of being the chosen one. And AP, I I think we saw the coming out party for Trevor Lawrence in the second half. I think this is what we're going to look back to. Yeah, John, and they traveled to Buffalo, is that correct? They did, uh, yes. No, the Chiefs. The Chiefs. It's Buffalo and Cincinnati. Yeah, let me double check. Buffalo and Cincinnati, okay. I want to be absolutely positive, but I believe it is. I'm looking right at my NFL press release in my inbox. Yep. AFC uh, 4.30 this Saturday, Eastern Time, Jacksonville Jaguars at Chiefs. While we're at it, I'll just continue on. Giants at Eagles at 8.15 Saturday night. Bengals at Bills. Uh, 3 p.m. Sunday. And winner of tonight's Dallas Bucks game at the 49ers. That's the divisional round coming up. But anyway, Trevor Lawrence, AP, what do you think? I mean, you again, you've watched yeah. him forever. Yeah, I would say the weather in Jacksonville looked kind of cold. They were they were bundled up. So Kansas City. It was cold. <laughs> I'm here in Florida. Yeah. It was cold yeah. on Saturday yeah, night, trust the, me. <laughs> yeah, it has the potential to be cold in Kansas City. I don't know what the weather is, but I'm thinking if the weather is good, you know, watch out with Trevor Lawrence. He's got the arm and uh, the offensive passing game. I mean, they could put points on the board. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he tries, sometimes he tries to do too much. Correct. Patrick Mahomes, Correct. I think. I think. Yeah. Well, uh, I always tell people he's my backyard quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Right. I right. Mean, and, and Trevor Lawrence Trevor Lawrence would be my quarterback because he he's in the pocket. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but, you know, I like his leadership skills and his emotion that he's been showing. It's like he's grown so much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, yeah, I, I just think yeah, it's uh, yeah. terrific. Uh, I'm John, loving the, John, the story. Yeah, John, you talk about the growth of a player. I mean, what could be worse? Correct. I mean, five, I guess five interceptions is worse, I guess, but four. My goodness. I mean, two is, is uh, tr- a tremendous amount, right, in, in a playoff game? Stunning. You give, oh. the ball, you give the ball away twice? You gave it away four times? Four possessions? And you still won the game? I mean, I don't know what, what can happen to him that would be worse than four interceptions. Oh, nothing. No, nothing could be worse other than they would have lost the game, and then he, that would really be uh, – right. <laughs> talk about a storyline, but let's not forget – the previous week, the Jaguars had, in effect, a playoff game against the Titans. It was a winner-take-all game. 
and they won in Jacksonville. So the fans of Jacksonville are really getting, you know, they and well deserved. By the way, they've waited a long time, you know, to have back to back, in my mind, playoff games. Basically, um, right. is on a Saturday night, no less, in your home stadium. Pretty cool, and yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I so, just think it's great. Yeah. So 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 he's tested. I mean, right. Right. That's why I was surprised you, by the four you, picks you because he had yeah. looked good the week before in a winner-take-all game. So that's what kind of shocked me, and I'm guessing a lot of other people. Yeah, you feel confident that if something goes wrong in the game, okay, no, no issues. We'll just line it up. We'll get our, we'll, we're going to get our chance, and we'll, we'll, we'll score. You know, I don't, Correct. You, have, you must feel good as a coaching staff, as a teammate, as a fan, as an owner, general manager. Uh, any anyone you could pick out of those uh, those groups of people, and uh, I mean Tre- Trevor Lawrence. I mean that's and this was in a playoff game. It just wasn't against anybody. It right. wasn't like the eighth game of the year. Exactly. It wasn't this hidden. Was, that's for sure. We, yeah, we <laughs> stay home. We're, we're staying home, but we don't win. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, AP, it's, we're here at the end of our first segment. Uh, we spent the entire segment talking about the Jags' amazing comeback because it was worth a full segment. It was that remarkable to watch. Um, but why don't we uh, take our first break now? Still have a lot more to get to on the other side. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Whether it be Hollywood, the shooting range, or on the water, no one compares to the passion and prowess of outdoor icons Joe Montaigne and Steve Panaz. Joe Montaigne of Gun Stories and Steve Panaz with Lake Commandos join Jim and Trav this week for an in-depth look at their exciting lives, prolific careers, and what drives them as outdoorsmen. The Revolution is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in every Friday to get your weekend kickoff early. Join the legendary G. Keith Alexander for What's Hot Harlem America. The flagship show of the new Harlem America Digital Network has something for everyone. From the latest in entertainment to empowerment, health and wellness, and more. 
We'll bring you a variety of fresh viewpoints, voices, and ideas. What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander can be heard every Friday at 1 p.m. in New York and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net. Now back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment three of All Around Sports. And I am your host, John Inglesby. To join the show. The call-in number is 1-866-472-5788, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. And back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well. And A.P., we talked about the Jaguars' amazing comeback victory over the Chargers on Saturday night. But another kind of equally amazing ending certainly in fourth quarter was the Ravens Bengals last night in Cincinnati uh, highlighted AP by, you know, number one, the Ravens, they never go down easy period. I don't care what type of season they've had. I don't care if they're what second string, third string quarterback is playing as opposed to uh, Lamar. <laughs> uh, Anyway, Tyler Huntley tried to extend over the goal line, a la Trevor Lawrence on Saturday night. Didn't break the plane. Ball gets batted right into the hands of Sam Hubbard, who lumbers 98 yards. As I said in the opening segment, it reminded me a lot of the famous James Harrison interception in the Super Bowl, where he went 99 yards. Actually, a little more. He intercepted in the end zone, but you can't can't go longer than 99 AP. And uh <laughs> But that was just, again, the, the Ravens, you know, it was a great game. They're division rivals, AFC North, exactly what you would have expected. The Ravens are always just going to, you know, be in every game, um, to say the least. And uh, the rivalries they have, you know, with the Steelers and Browns, equally uh, tough. I mean, these are always just tough, tough games and uh, physical but AP, uh, even at the end, the Ravens, you know, Huntley threw off his back foot on a Hail Mary on the last play, and the, the guy almost caught it, the Ravens receiver, uh, on the bounce. It, I mean, we're talking an inch or two off his fingertips, uh, or that would have been <laughs> – we'd have been talking about that last segment, AP. We wouldn't have been talking about Jacksonville, I don't think. Um, <laughs> but, Yeah. What do you think of that game? I mean, again, fabulous, and then, and then that memorable play by Sam Hubbard, lumbering 98 yards down the field. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, John, I was surprised that Baltimore competed so well because yep. they didn't have Lamar Jackson. I didn't know what their quarterback would do. Exactly, uh, replacing you know a starter. Uh, Bingo! But they're they're right in the ball game, and as you said, going to take the lead. And they had that quarterback sneak, and the ball got out of his hands. And Hubbard, who 
uh, he's he's a, a quarterback that um, that do what was from Cincinnati, played exactly. at, at the Ohio kept, State, and they played, kept calling and him the hometown Bengals. boy. So, AP Moeller High yeah, School. Yeah, I mean you couldn't. Yeah, couldn't happen to a, a better person on the, no. the Bengals. So likable. You know, Oh, his post-game interview, his press conference on the field, the post-game, and then press conference, he, I thought, was the most instantly likable guy you'd ever want to see. And again, hometown boy. Uh, what can I say? Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy based on what I saw last night. And uh, his name will now be uh, long remembered. Um, but yeah. Ravens Bengals, you know the, the reaction of Joe Burrow on the sidelines when he, uh, you know, when the hail mary didn't get completed and it was so extreme, tantalizingly close to being completed, but his just you know yeah. sigh of relief could be felt probably by all the fans in the stadiums. It was that big of a sigh. Uh, but AP, that reminds that just brings me Joe Burrow again, someone you know so well, covering the SEC, at what maybe the greatest season in history for, of a college yes quarterback. Uh, I think so. I think yeah. So. Mm-hmm. He, he AP, he's become everything anybody would have hoped he might become. He, he's just beloved by his teammates. That's screamingly obvious. Grew up two hours away from Cincinnati. It's just a great story. Back up at Ohio State, goes to LSU, has again maybe the greatest season of any player in college football history, quarterback, uh, and yeah. So I'm I, I like the Joe Burrow story. He seems like a likable guy. Joe Cool. He, he almost feels like the successor in a way to Joe Namath. You know, decades later. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got swag, and uh, mm-hmm. he he's always and he's Joe's a fun interview too. I need to get a chance to meet with him and ask him some questions. And he's he's always forthcoming. There's the times I've been around him, and uh, I, I like his style of play. I like his release on the ball. Uh, I like the fact that he can gallop down the field every once in a while. But he's that's not his forte. I mean, that's not his point of emphasis. He's throwing from that pocket or trying to throw right. the ball uh, behind the line. You know. For his team, he's not interested in setting any rushing records, and uh, he's a, a, a great leader, and his teammates love him. And uh, he's got he's got some good receivers, and and if they can help him with the offensive line, I mean, he, he does it even in spite of his offensive line sometimes. We've seen right. last year, and oh my you know, gosh, yes, maybe a little better, a little better, maybe a little better this year. I haven't looked up the sack record, but maybe feels a little better. better. It, it couldn't have got much worse, but AP of all the things you mentioned, all true. I agree a hundred percent with all of them. I just thought the way he handled, like, you know, the, uh, how many times he's been sacked through the years. I think that is right. what has helped his, you know, right. his becoming the unquestioned leader yeah. and how he's beloved by his teammates because he just handled yeah. it like, like a man. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. you know, it right. has improved. Yeah, I mean- yeah, John, you've you probably seen some quarterbacks through the years. I mean, I remember the great Jim Parker. He was an Ohio State graduate, I believe, as well. Jim Parker, mm-hmm. the offensive lineman for Baltimore. And I remember him oh, yes. saying uh, one time he missed a block, and Johnny Unitas got beat up pretty bad on the sack. And 
He said, uh, if it was me, I would have slapped myself in the head. But Johnny just said, well, boy, you'll go get him next time. Get him next time. And well, I've seen it. other quarterbacks screaming and, ye- screaming and yelling at players. And I just never cared for that leadership style. I mean, no one feels right. worse or should feel worse than the person who makes the mistake. It doesn't need to be emphasized, I, I don't think. Um, you know, Kenny Stable was that way, same way, and Johnny Unitas and I think probably Joe, I think Joe Namath was like that. Joe wasn't one to be getting into the somebody. Um, I'm sure there's others. I'm thinking Joe Montana. I don't think he was that way. I'm not sure, but oh, that's no, the style no. of leadership I, I prefer. No, there's been a couple Joe Cools, and let's face it, it's Joe Namath, yeah. it's Joe Montana, and now it, Joe, Joe Burrow may turn into that. Uh, but again, you know, it's body right. language. You know, it's not whether yelling is one thing. Um, but you know, it's also body language, uh, on the field after a sack and there has never been even a hint of negative body language from Burrow, nothing whatsoever. And, uh, you know, he wears, you know, somewhat flamboyant outfits, not quite at the level of Joe Namath, but not all that far behind. Of course, he's kind of known for sunglasses, you know, it's cool. (laughs) He's Joe cool. What else can you say in the the NFL? It's better off having a guy like him. And, you know, most importantly, AP, he got to the Super Bowl last year. They're on an eight. I think right. last night now makes it a nine-game winning streak. So you can say what you want. And I know the Bills are up around seven or eight-game winning streak. But, you know, it feels like the Bengals are the hottest team in the league. Uh, yeah. You know, with the Bills right behind. But the Bills had their hands full like the Bengals did. It's playoff football in right. the NFL. That's what we – that's what makes it so great, AP. You know, in this league, at the end of the day, right. if you had to describe the NFL in one se- one sentence to me, it's like you truly never know what's going to happen. You just don't. And no. I don't know if any other league can be it's so unpredictable. And that's, to me, the secret sauce. Yeah. And it's the, the one-game magic. Yeah, it's the one-game magic. Yes. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the one game magic. And uh, yeah, again, playoff football, there's just, you know, nothing quite like it. Um, You know, as we saw yesterday in the Giants and Vikings game, I mean, the number six seed upsetting the number three seed. And I just thought AP, it was just almost sad to see like the Vikings magical season 11 one score wins 11 and 0. I think it's an all time record. Uh, and for that wow. fourth down play, they Kirk Cousins on fourth and eight threw the ball four yards and he was immediately tackled. And that's how it ended. And it was just, they were down a touchdown, you know, final drive, yeah. minute left, all that. I, I was, yeah, uh, you know, chance. I was certainly hoping for overtime. I, I wanted to see them go right down the field and see what happened from there. I wasn't rooting, just in, intrigued. Because the Vikings were intriguing, as are the Giants now. Here we are again in the playoffs with the Giants showing up in the postseason. Right. Um, two, two things, Sean. I hate it when it's fourth and eight and you throw a pass behind eight yards. Bingo. <laughs> That's, I, just, I, I don't just understand it. Me. Now, if, if, if somebody's in the flat and you see that everyone's covered and he can make the eight yards, you say, all right, that, that was a good option. That was a, they can run. They can run down the sideline or juke one player. That, that's a, 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 a feasible option. 
But um, but John, when you see that ball and the guy's right next to him, uh, maybe, and you throw the pass, yep. maybe that was the only thing you had that was available. I, I don't know. And then the other thing, um, uh, d- d- discussing um, uh, B- Buffalo, that weather yesterday, John, Right. I mean, when you saw the Miami coach wearing a sweatshirt, you know they had a chance. Exactly right, yes. As nice a January day in Buffalo as you're going to get. Sunny and yeah, whatever I it was, that. 40s, I'm guessing. Yeah, I saw that Miami coach wearing the sweatshirt. I said, oh, they got a chance to win the ball game. And, and exactly right. And they showed up, boy. They It was right there. I mean, they, you know, they got some turnovers and whatnot from the Bills, some gifts, but and they took advantage of them. That's the important thing. And, you know, it went down to the final minute, which was great. You know, yeah. and then oh, yeah. Buffalo was up, I believe, 17 nothing. So <clears> they <throat> jumped out quickly. And uh, yet right. it yeah, didn't. Uh, 24-20, yeah. right? 24-20 at one point, I guess it was. Of, uh, Very competitive. Back. And, and John, oh, yeah, they had John, the lead one of the, twice, I believe. T- twice, John, twice, right? John, John, wasn't one of the themes this weekend, we just say backup quarterbacks. Exactly. Totally. Ravens, uh, Dolphins, of course, third string quarterback. Um, yeah, 49ers. Oh, 49ers, no. Niners, third string. Right. Oh, yeah. Yes. Brock Purdy. Remember? I mean, yeah, John, I don't remember. I, I bet I'm, I think this might be the first time in history you had two third string quarterbacks playing. Correct. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I mean, think uh, about that, it. That, When's the last time that you enhanced third it. string quarterbacks? Yeah, that enhanced uh, super wild card weekend. And uh, <laughs> yeah. AP, we're at the end of our second segment together. So why don't we take our final break? Still a few more things to get to on the other side. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. Listen for Go to Health Radio, featuring host Jonathan Marks and health experts from around the world who bring evidence-based education from Western, alternative, and holistic practices. We bring together you, seeking relevant and proven information for your healthcare needs and reputable healthcare experts and companies who offer quality education for your benefit. Monthly, we also share continuing education for medical professionals. Listen live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Did you know that millions of people around the world do not have children? And yet the personal and professional experiences of people without children remain largely unacknowledged across cultures and within our personal networks. Public and workplace policies, media narratives, and educational content often reflect an unconscious bias, rendering our experiences invisible. New Legacy Radio engages these missing conversations with the voices of our community and allies and through committed action for meaningful change. New Legacy Radio, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs. 
and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to Melody Edmondson's The Space of the Waste radio program. This companion piece to her successful guidebook series, The Space of the Waste, focuses on body types and how to make your waist length flattering, no matter what your body type is. Guests include designers, merchandise managers, factory owners, and more. You'll also find out what accessories will complement your body shape and waist length. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net. Now back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to the fourth and final segment of All Around Sports. I am your host, John Inglesby. And back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well. And before we get started, my pick of the week for appointment viewing is, of course, tonight's Tampa Bay Bucks hosting the Dallas Cowboys. And A.P., I'm right here, as you know, in the belly of the beast, the Tampa area. And A.P., the excitement here is just off the charts um, for tonight's game. To cap off the super wild card weekend, and tonight's game should be super. Uh, what can you say, AP? It's the GOAT against America's team. It doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, John, they don't get a chance to face the Cowboys very often. And, John, I was just thinking about this. I actually watched Tampa Bay play the Dallas Cowboys in a playoff game. I you was did? actually there in Dallas, Texas. I was there in Dallas, Texas, 19. Um, it was 1982, January. They beat Tampa Bay that day. I believe it was 38 nothing. Wow. Are we talking like, are we talking Leroy Selman days or afterwards? The Selman brothers? Or? Yeah, no, that, 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 that would be, Leroy was playing at that time. Sure would be, yeah, because I was 82. Okay. So that was exactly 41 years ago. Wow. That's yeah. amazing, AP, that because. Yeah. yeah, I was at that game. <laughs> Yeah, because I was at the Cotton Bowl game between Alabama and Texas. Okay. That is so cool, AP. I mean, I, you know, one of the big roads down here, the artery that runs right through the heart of downtown Tampa, end-to-end, is the Leroy, is the Selman Expressway. So, <laughs> talk household name. Um, so, who would the, I, I don't know, you know, do you remember, like, who... The quarterbacks would have been back then. Uh, would it have been like should, Danny been, White should, should or Staubach? Danny After White Staubach, and, Danny, yeah, should have been Danny White and Doug Williams. Danny White and Doug Williams. There you go. Okay, there's two big names, yeah. and uh, that is so cool, AP. And uh, I love that, and I'm glad you remembered that. That uh, well, it's <laughs> here we go again tonight. I just thought of it. 
That's great. Yeah, you don't forget that stuff, right? All you need no. is a little jog yeah. of the memory, and then it comes back to you. Um, yeah, sort of like oh, when yeah. I referred earlier that I covered Trevor Lawrence winning the sixth sixth grade <laughs> national championship. <laughs> you know, uh, when he was in sixth grade, not all about a decade or so right. ago. But right. AP, tonight's game. You know, Tom Brady against that fierce. Dallas Rush, led by, of course, Micah Parsons from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and Penn State. Uh, you know, nobody gets – that's the key to the game. And big news that Ryan Jensen, uh, Brady's center, <laughs> hasn't played all year, is uh, activated for tonight. He got hurt in the preseason, and lo and behold, he was activated this morning. So uh, – that adds quite the wrinkle, AP, given that the key to the game is clearly and can the Tampa offensive line protect Brady, period. Just that simple. Yes, yes, yes. So they're playing at home. Now, there must be a slight favorite in that game. Actually, there are, the, the, the Cowboys are. Yeah, no, they're... they're Cow- uh, the Cowboys are a slight favorite. Yeah, I think this might be the first time in Brady's career, by the way, that he is a postseason under home underdog. How about that for a factoid? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's, yeah, that's that's a lot of games. It's sure, a lot of playoff games, that's for sure. He's won thirty-five a lot of, of playoff them. Games. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's going to be great. AP again. It's the excitement down here is just off the charts. It's going to be such a fun evening. Um, ASPN is doing all their shows from the Tampa Convention Center as we speak all of this morning and coming up again this afternoon, Stephen A. and the like. So festive atmosphere and AP, it's going to be a great way to cap it off uh, the, the weekend. Yeah, John, it should be an interesting ball game. And the, I bet this audience for that game on a Monday night I would think it's going to be one of the biggest all-time. 100% agree, AP. All-timer. All the ingredients are, are in place, including it's it's a holiday of sorts, Martin Luther King Day. Uh, not of sorts. It's a yeah. holiday, period. Right. And, uh, yeah. and so, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be fun. But, AP, we've quickly reached the end of our show. I do want to uh, thank you. For, as always, for calling in. Great job. And uh, it's going to be a fun watch tonight. Hey, John, thank you so much. It was a lot of fun. And thank you again, AP. And as always, thank you all for listening to All Around Sports. And we look forward to doing it all again next Monday at noon Eastern time. Thanks again for tuning into All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Be sure to tune in again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a terrific weekend, and we'll talk sports again next week.